Hey guys, welcome to TNCBA Real Talk Live. It's Kelsey and I here with you. We're going to be talking about the Holston recap. We had a good time out there on the water. Didn't quite go as well as we were, I guess, what we had pictured in our mind, I would say. We had much higher expectations. <laughs> I know I, At least I know I We're did. optimists, Kelsey. Yes. We're not pessimists. We're optimists. So it didn't quite live up to our expectations no. for all of us. Now the Winchesters smashed a really good bag yeah they did they for them it lived up to every expectation i would say uh but we're gonna be talking to y'all about the soho recap and then we're gonna get into our um standings talk about how everybody shakes out right now after we've fished uh three events and then we're gonna look at the uh may event coming up on Watauga, which i think is going to be another one that's going to be really good um but a few things a few takeaways for me from south holston to start out is one I was shocked that we didn't have anything rival our big smallmouth right now, which is Crockett, yeah. which, which again, that, that five pounder, that, that is a huge smallmouth. But I mean, but I thought we'd have something come close. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of, it, it shocked me a little bit with that. Lake, yeah. And then I sat down and looked at the big fish the other night when I was like looking at the standings and stuff and all three of our big bass right now, Kelsey come from Boone Lake, the big really? large mouth with Fred came from there with a four nine wow crockett had the five and then uh winchester had a three pound spot on boone that looks gonna be something here in the next it, few it's years gonna be i mean something it's good, really it's good. good but again it kind of shocked me a little bit with that um so guys we just got done fishing south holston just a little over a week ago now uh we're getting to do this recap video we've all been busy kelsey's been running around like a madman oh, um, so we all trying to keep up with the spring schedule we did get a chance to jump out for a little bit of our own fun yeah, fishing outings yeah. we'll talk about those a little bit later too uh, but let's go ahead kelsey and dive into uh really the breakdown of what took place on South Holston. I've got the, the results here. I'll pull them up so I can, can look at them here and, and be able to talk a little bit. Uh, but we'll start out with third place, which was Mr. Crockett and Mr. Newland with uh, 12-7. And yeah. I, talking to them, they caught all of their fish on a long A. Wow. And as you'll go back, guys, if you go back and watch those tips, tricks, and how-to videos, we, we've gone through all these things that kind of lead up to the spawn, and, and Kelsey and I were talking heavily about that that spawn should take off because we had a full moon coming and stuff. Um, but I feel like on Thursday night, leading up on Thursday night, we had a really, really cold night, got down into the yeah. 30s, yeah, dude. and I really feel like that kind of held off some fish because people were catching fish on the worm oh yeah me and dad caught some fish on the worm in practice there on thursday and we'll look at that here in a minute too but then i feel like that wave that was waiting to to jump up there they got kicked in the pants oh just <laughs> kicked right in the face and it stalled them out really bad yeah so that's why i think the things like the kitek and the long a like what crockett newland were throwing um worked so well was because those fish were still just kind of hanging out there a little bit off the bank maybe or just a little bit further away from those beds where they were gonna go but that long a to the tune of 12 7 again you can't beat a good topwater bite mm, no, in april with the long yeah. a right that'd be that'd be that'd be a good way to go yeah hey I, i'll live for it every day then we had second place with fourteen twenty seven. kelsey i'll let you talk a little bit about charles day and what you all did um you all were that i guess that anomaly we thought we thought the worm was going to be the thing to catch the fish, and that's yeah. how it would be won. But really, it wasn't. you I were mean, you all were the anomaly. But talk a little bit about what y'all what I mean, y'all did. Really, go looking back on it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I we finished well, and we done yeah. good. But it wasn't what I. They just weren't there. It wasn't what I expected it was going to be going into this tournament. Yeah. Um, 
my plan my plan was to stick to the worm and that's what yeah. i did and i mean we we grinded out our fish i mean we and you we, caught them in the air you thought you would yes. but the quality just wasn't that that was what was disappointing to me because mm-hmm. i mean normally this time of year up there i mean cody i've done it time and time again you know go up there and catch several over four pounds you right know? And with ease, yeah. A lot of times, yeah. They're, they're I just mean, they're, they're just there. they're just up there, and ready they keep to eat. coming. They're moving up, yeah. And, and I mean, we couldn't we couldn't break anything over three and a, three and a quarter pounds. Yeah. I mean, we had three fish that were all within. Well, if you look at our bag, out of all the fish we had, there was less than half a pound between our smallest fish and our biggest fish. Now, see, that's still some great consistency. Yes. But like you said, you're kind of thinking it's going to be probably a half a pound heavier than that this time of year exactly. and stuff. Um, so you caught them in the air you thought you were. You did catch them on the worm, but the quality wasn't there. Um, did you did you did you fish a little bit deeper? Because it, it, it's hard once you get into the tournament situation. Like you're yeah. you're fishing and hours are ticking by, and you're just in your head. You're sitting there thinking, it, "It's going to be there. It's going to be there. It's going to be there." But then did did it ever? Did you go? Okay, I need to fish a little bit deeper. I need to go with a little bit heavier weight or. Well, the thing was, is the bite wasn't that bad. It was just finding the good size fish. Right. That was the thing. Like we had, we had a good day. I mean, we, we had a good. Because you all actually bite. got to cull a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, we we culled probably. I think we culled like four fish. Yeah. But I mean, very very small culls, more or less. I mean, they yeah. were they were stair stepping. Yeah. Very small stair stepping, but I mean, we were getting there. Yeah. But the thing was, is yeah, it was it was the bite wasn't bad. That that was the thing about it. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't as great as great as I've seen it in the past. I right. mean, you know, when it's on, it's on, and I mean, it's and hindsight's it's always twenty twenty. You get to sit here and we get to talk about it, and you're like, well, maybe maybe if I'd have worked that worm out into that seven to ten foot yeah, range, but maybe there were some laying out yeah. there a little bit better. Go, going back to what you were asking, though, no, most of our fish came very shallow. I Did mean, they? they were they were up against the bank a lot. Of, I mean, heck, there was one fish that I worked on for a good yeah, hour and a half. That. I mean, so she was locked on. Yeah, heavily. this one, this one was locked on. I mean, it, it was one of our better coals. It was a three pounder. Yeah. But the thing was, is like we made a pass. I got bit. I threw in there probably twenty or thirty times, and it, and it bit just about every time. That's <laughs> and, frustrating. Uh, and it was so frustrating. We and I was like, okay, I'm gonna give it a break. And we go up the bank, and then we start working our way back down, and I keep getting bit again. And then we, same thing, 20, 30 cast, give it up, go back. And then we work our way back down the bank and come back up again. She starts doing it again. About the, about, the, about the third trip up, I mean, like I said, I worked on that fish for probably, I mean, you, you look at all the time I spent on it. I probably spent about an hour and a half on that fish and probably made over 100 cast at that fish before but going back and finally forth, you did. would move off of it and you'd come yes. back to it and stuff yes i knew exactly where that fish was at right. i mean there was a there was a little tree <laughs> and a little <laughs> curl in it and there were and i could see a dark spot in the sh- in the rocks that were under the water and that's where that fish was sitting it was right in the, that crevice yeah. and i mean that's that's key this time of year because it's just remembering I mean, that cast and that remembering lineup. where it is lined it up and even another thing that i noticed it would quit biting at times yeah and then I would come back to it and cast from a different angle, same spot, different angle, and right. that was that was the difference. Sometimes that it would it would because it would quit biting, and then I would change my angle up a little bit, and it would bite again. So just bring it, it just depending on which way ways. she was facing too. A lot yeah, of times is what I think. That is true. Well, so that worked out for you all to the tune of second place. Yes, they sir. were fourteen pounds, able to make some upgrades throughout the day. Thinking back. Could have possibly adjusted a little bit. A little bit. I, I wished I would have made the adjustment that some people that made. That the Winchesters <laughs> made. So now we'll jump to our winners. Uh, and the Winchesters, 
they made that right adjustment and and I told Kelsey after we got done fishing, like what was so frustrating about it all uh, was the fact that we sat here and literally talked about what these fish do as they're leading up. They're going to sit out here in the middle of these pockets. They're going to sit around these bait balls. And all you got to do is get out there and throw you a swim bait Uh around them. And then they're just going to go to the bank and they're going to spawn. Well, we're strong headed that way. Yeah, we're just mules. Um, The Winchesters figured that out and they Mm -hmm. figured it out to the tune of 1875 for the win. They had two four pounders. So two bonus fish, two bonus points there for them. That's going to be tough to to compete against later on in the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, You keep on throwing some bonus points in there and stuff and... We might see a bag a little bit bigger on Wataga, possibly, but 1875, is that's a very, very stout, healthy bag. So what they did is they started out near you. Mm-hmm. They started out throwing the worm. They struggled. And finished out not too far <laughs> from Finished us. out not too far from you. That makes you mad that it was right there under your nose, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I'll rub it in just a little bit because I, I missed it too. And the thing is, is like, you know, I saw I saw the signs and I ignored the signs. And I'm just like, that's, <laughs> that's where I kicked myself because it's yeah. like, I saw them. I yeah. knew they were out there. So they they, they pulled listened. out. They they moved on. They moved on around from Kelsey there, and they pulled into the middle of a pocket. And lo and behold, there those bait balls are. And uh, they they caught. They said that it was caught te- several fish, tons of fish that day. And and we're sitting there just culling up and catching some good ones and stuff. All of this going on on a Kitek. Again, it's right. It's in a spawning pocket. That that dark shell is right there around that dark that. slate. But yeah. they're just sitting out in the middle around these bait balls waiting to move in, and they're feeding up before they spawn. Um, but I think one of the keys was a little bit lighter head because yeah. the bait balls were sitting. And when I got to go back out and, and go fun fishing that Monday following, I got to see it. Those bait balls were sitting really high in the water column. Yeah, Those fish were. that were feeding on them, they were not 15, 20 feet. They were, no. they were 5 to 10. So mm-hmm. that little bit lighter head was a big deal. But they caught those fish out from around those bait balls using their live scope and stuff and that live scope has made that that type of technique and targeting oh, those yeah. fish a much quicker and well, more efficient he, he said thing. about 98 percent of the fish that they caught they saw he watched them he watched them come up and eat them and i mean that's how can you compete against that i mean it, it's, it's tough it's, it's tough fun and, and that's the biggest thing is excuse me guys it's addicting like oh, it yeah. is so fun and it's super addicting and, like a kid in an iPad. Just, oh, yeah, just sitting there watching sitting like a video game. But I, I I look at that. So they caught them out in a, a true pre-spawn situation. Mm-hmm. Those fish were schooled out there. I think that that cold night on Thursday really, really helped that situation and put us in that, that perspective of having a really good pre-spawn bite. Uh, those fish that were up on beds had already committed, I think, before oh, yeah. Thursday or before that nighttime, and they stayed locked on. They stayed up there. Because uh, even Dad and I caught our last two keepers of the day on the bed, on the worm. Mm-hmm. So they were coming. They were starting to move yeah. up. But again, you see three very different techniques in that I top mean, three. It, 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 fishing up here is just like the weather up here. Oh, yeah. It's all if, over the place. If you, don't, if you don't like it, it'll change. Oh, it'll change it, very it's, shortly. It's, it's completely different from one place than it is the other. I mean, it could be snowing up on the mountain, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's sunny, sunny, down, sunny down, down here down the valley. On, <laughs> down the valley. So you have... When in, the, when in the event, the pattern was targeting pre-spawn, smallmouth, with a Kitek, with a small swim bait, mm-hmm. light head, uh, around bait balls out in the middle of the pocket, in a spawning pocket. Uh, second place was fish that were locked onto bed with a green pumpkin worm, four and a half inch worm, eighth yeah. ounce tungsten weight, um, and just really soaking that bait and working oh, yeah. it slow. 
And then third place, you had a top water deal. You had a long A bite, again, around these spawning areas. Go do what you want. This Go time what of you year. want to do this, this time of year. Um, but again, it very three three very different techniques that were that were giving people the wins yeah. in these events. Very effective. So Kelsey, what I want to jump into now, I'm gonna kind of walk through practice here and talk about this for a second. Okay. And and look at what not just practice. I'm gonna talk about what Dad and I did in practice and looked at. And then there's also some video here of the tournament day, guys. Hopefully that tournament video, that chasing ghost video. Uh, again, if you don't haven't looked at that uh, series, chasing ghost is. These fish are, are moving all the time, and sometimes you go out there and practice, and, and you think you're on them, mm -hmm. and then they're gone. It's, it's just like ghosts. They just, they just disappeared oh, yeah. on you. So the chasing ghost is our breakdown of, of what we were thinking on the lake that day, kind of walking through the changes we made. So check that uh, series out on YouTube as well. But I'm going to pull up this video right now to show you all, and we're going to kind of talk through it. Um, make sure our audio is good here. Yeah, y'all are still getting us. So, me and Dad, in Thursday on practice, we went up, sunny conditions. And that's another thing that I've got to stop, keep telling myself, is like, pay attention to the change in the conditions. Because yeah. right here, what you see is, we're back in the flat in Josiah, Josiah Creek, where there's river rock, and there's stumps, and it's a sunny day. And those fish have pulled up in there where it's really warming up. Yeah. And you see me catch one on that Jackal Gantia swim bait, that hard body swim bait. And then right here, what you see is I'm really looking closely at uh, a fish that I saw move across the flat. <laughs> and I saw her actually go back. And when she goes back, I'm able to point her out to dad. And he he turns around with the worm behind me because she had flashed on the, yeah. on the hard swim bait. And that was one thing we talked about in that tips, tricks, and how-to video. They'll show themselves. You oh, may yeah. not always catch them, but, but again, you know where that's, they're at. That's why that is such a good search bait. Yeah. Because... I remember I've watched several videos on it. I'm not, I've not perfected it. I've not even caught a fish on it yet, but I want to, and I'm wanting yeah. to learn more, but that's what they say. I mean, what I've learned from it, fish can't not Come follow check it that out. bait, check it out because it is just, yeah. it's just so, so intriguing to intriguing them. to them. Yes. So it pulled him up there and then dad here turns around with the worm and goes in behind me and catches this fish on the worm. So we, we catch several fish on this flat and the mindset in practice is I want to get ahead of the fish and come back to them. Mm -hmm. So if I think they're going to spawn, the, the biggest thing for me is I wanted to get to the backs of these pockets or onto these flats and then work my way back out to them. Now, Kelsey, this is actually video from you all at during the tournament. And you can see that slate rock and stuff. And you can see some of the uh, kind of the different the levels and layers and ledges that you have uh, with these these banks that you're fishing this worm on and working that thing oh so slow oh, oh yeah. so slow oh yeah i'm trying to keep it and if i'm not mistaken this i don't think this is it this yet, is not this is this not is her, not her. her. but it's close to that area i'm just saying because right. I, I i mean and that's the thing the fish were so they were locked on somewhere mm -hmm. but they were in such a small area like right there was just hot points on that bank like we could go so far back into this point yeah. i mean back into this little pocket and they wouldn't bite there was no bites but if you, I but mean, they're out there you towards go that up corner. towards the front um not so much on the very front but in that middle section yeah that's, that's where, where they were hanging, hanging out. out so i mean it was just really weird well, they were. and now in this video you're seeing the complete opposite this is on tournament net day now for dad and i and we are we're fishing the islands there 
near Jumping Rock, kind of towards the middle of the lake or down towards the dam here. Yes. And I've I've located kind of a brush pile, and I've seen on um, pan optics that there's a lot of fish around it. So I'm throwing the Kitek out over top of it, letting it sink down and bringing it above them. Uh, Dad had caught a, a really good one on the worm here on yes. this corner in practice. So we were fishing for it, and while he was trying to get that fish to bite. I was sitting out here fishing for these fish that were still definitely pre-spawn. They were hanging oh, yeah. out off the side here. Um, so that just goes to show you how those fish were in all stages during this time. Now you see that it's really sunnied up oh, here yeah. later on in the day. Did you all see a difference? Was your bite better that morning? Was your quality coming more in that morning? Or did you get a few see, more bites was, here later in the day? It was all over the place, really. I mean... Um, I'll be honest with you, Dad caught a lot of the fish that day. <laughs> well, I was noticed that when I was yeah, going through y'all's video, did. like um, he did catch a lot of them. Yeah, but um, no, it was it was kind of just sporadic throughout the day. I mean, there were little lulls here and there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, there was no real big difference to whether it was sunny or cloudy uh, with our bite. And guys, notice again, just as you watch these videos, or any, even if you go back, just how, how softly, how slowly he's working that down through there, making sure that he's catching each ledge as he goes on down through there and to get those bites. Now here's a little bit later, or actually kind of midday. I'd left dad to, to run to church for an Easter egg hunt um, with the girls, and he's by himself here, but he's back in Riddle Creek, and there's a, a flat on the left side here that comes out and has just some river rock on it. And you see he gets blown up here on the long A. So we caught fish on Kitex, long A's, and worms. We kind of did a mixture oh, where yeah. you all stuck with one thing, and then Crockett and them stuck with one thing, uh, and the Winchesters were all, all Kitek. We kind of did all three things. Um, but he caught this back here where those fish were, were kind of moving up onto those flats. And that's what yeah. we kind of found in practice. But what I wanted to go back to was the, the changes in weather. I shouldn't have started back in Josiah Creek because we had rain that morning we had rain that morning it was very dim low light and i really feel like what had those fish up there in practice and i should have known better i should have thought it through oh, um yeah. we, i should have been like go back there later but you, like <laughs> you catch four or five and guys you'll see that in the the chasing ghost video when i drop it later this week that we caught several on that flat there in just a very short time so it was like it was hard to say don't go there right now it was hard to yeah. say don't start there in the morning. It, it, it's always tough we 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 get a plan we want to see it through we and 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 it's just not the right time i right. mean that's the thing and get so, so i shouldn't have started back there i should have gone to it later in the day um what hurt me and killed me though was like we went back in there and all of a sudden several other boats came in so i knew other people had been back there fishing oh, yeah. and stuff on good friday when people were off um and so I changed up from the glide bait because I didn't have a lot of light and I was throwing a drop shot around where I knew those stumps were at and I was working in and caught our first fish and got it hooked up and then my real back reeled on me and it just blew line all over the place and I <laughs> went to reel some more and couldn't and by the time I went to try to hand line it in he was gone so that got me frustrated so we finally got out of there uh, and went and did some Kitek stuff to, to get our first keeper but the thing was Guys, remember those conditions. If you catch them in practice in a certain way, there's something about those conditions that has it just right. So instead of me going back there first thing and trying to force that that swim bait or trying to force that flat to work for me, I really should have rethought that and come back to that later on in the day when that sun finally did come out, like you saw in Kelsey's video, and tried to let those conditions get right. I had the same thing happen to me uh, at a Tennessee team trail deal down on Chickamauga. Yeah. We had caught fish on this little little point with a with a frog late in the day yeah 
And the first day, I tried to go there first thing, never got a sniff. The second day, I totally rearranged it back to the way we found them in practice. And we had a really late draw, came in, it was like 4.30 or something. We're coming back up that way, pull in there and catch four fish just like that on the route trap. You've got to remember what the conditions were in practice and what the situation was because there was something about that that was making it perfect for for what you found and it's like these fish can be predictable but we get we have so <laughs> we, many different things we that make go it through hard because we try we to, make it difficult like you said we try to force certain things so let's take a look really quick at the points here i'm going to pull up our current standings guys uh so after three events we have wayne winchester leading with 152 points you have Dave Crockett in second with 148, Reg Edwards with 146 and third, Andy Hodges with 146 and fourth, are technically third as well, and Keith Lester also tied. We have three there tied with 146 points, and then Steve Legg with 142 points. It's so the, the beginning of the year. It shouldn't be this tight. I know. It's, <laughs> it, it, is, it is super tight there at the top for the top six. And, guys, you can check out all those full standings there on the, uh, on the website at tncba.com. Go check those out and look at those so again we're off to a really good start the competition is really tight the points it's going to be a great battle throughout um, we've got Watauga coming up then we go to our out of town at Gunnersville. then we got a night tournament on Douglas late in June so we've got some really good tournaments still to come and we had talked about how this stretch right here was my favorite Holston April Watauga May Gunnersville and then Douglas there in June and those things are going to be great I think we're going to have a blast with those tournaments I think it's a really really good lineup Uh, guys we want to say thank you again to Tri-City Logistics who was our sponsor our title sponsor for this event again we have a lot of great partners with us this year they've done a lot to help us out and we can't thank them enough for sponsoring that event up there on Holston, guys. Uh, Moving Associates is going to be our sponsor for the Watauga event. That's a new one that came on board with us this year. Uh, we want to say thank you to them for sure. Uh, but, guys, we are going to go ahead, kind of wrap up this section of the show where we've talked about Holston, talked about what the top three were doing, what we were doing. Like I said, check out that TNCBA Chasing Ghost episode that's going to drop a little bit later this week it's going to recap practice for me and holst on holston and then go through our fish catches on tournament day and kind of recap exactly what was i was thinking and the changes i was making um, and you get to have a little bit of hindsight with that too with that video but we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back and we're going to preview with taga and talk about our uh, our days of fun fishing up there on Holston that came a little bit later and just how those went for us and how things might have changed or not changed uh, in that time. <laughs> so, guys, we will uh, see you all here in just a sec. TNCBA Real Talk Live is brought to you by Tri-City Logistics. Uncle Ray's Beyond Good. And Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union. Today's the day to explore the journey ahead. Enjoy life's little moments because they're all around us in every smile and in every laugh. Cherish the moments that will last a lifetime with a partner that lasts a lifetime. Enjoy every moment. All right, guys, so welcome back. We're back for this second segment of our TNCBA Real Talk Live show. Um, so, Kelsey, 
I got to go up there, and this this was I've had days like this after BFLs before where it didn't go so hot during the BFL. But uh, let's talk a little bit about just our fun fishing outings that we made up there to Holston the, the week following. Well, I'll say yours was drastically different from mine. <laughs> okay. That it was. I, I'm not we'll, gonna lie. We'll, we'll just go there. I, I loved my day. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't say anything. The only bad thing I can say about my day is like it might not have been the smartest thing with <laughs> it. Yeah, that it did have to end. That was pretty rough. Um, but. The, on that Monday following, we still yeah. had a day off from school to run up there. I, I really thought about canceling on Dad because the weather, I was exhausted from the weekend and running around, and the weather was going to be nasty. Horrible. I mean, it was like it never but, got above 55. We have said we this have, time and time again. Those love, fish those on that small lake mouth love, love it, it when it's nasty. They love it nasty. And we got up there on Monday, and we go looking for these fish that are – out in these pockets that are staged up around bait and we find them and mm-hmm. they're still there set up that way and that morning the, the bait was right in the middle of the pocket yeah and so we're catching them we catch some good ones and then we leave there we go check some other areas uh we come back to it a little bit later in the day and the bait has changed they move over to the bank and there's some big lay downs and they're hanging around those those big trees um but you're still able to throw that kitek above yeah. that bait ball and get bit we then left there and caught some on the worm a little bit later. So there were some more still pulling up. But I will say this, one of our better ones in that spawning area, I did have to work it out deeper. That fish okay. probably came out about 10 foot of water. Okay. Still on the worm, still on that green pumpkin worm, eighth ounce weight. But I really had to soak it out into that okay. seven to 10 foot range. Um, Dad had caught a couple in that little stretch up shallow. And then I had to pull it out there a little bit deeper. So, guys, if you're heading up to Holston and stuff right now, those fish that were out there around those bait balls, I, I feel like that is that's gone now. It, it's I think it's a dying pattern. It, I mean, it's, they, it's you may still pattern. find them, but but you're not going to find with, much because the water the has warmed having, up a lot. Yes, with the heat we're having right now, those and, fish are moving I mean, up we, shallow. We've had a little bit cooler day today, and I mean, it's going to be in the 60s, mid 60s all but week. But still, that water jumped. Did, what water temperature, because you finally went up, and we had a really good day on that Monday when it was nasty and stuff on the Kitek and a little bit on the worm. But then as the week progressed, I started hearing more and more about worm, worm, mm-hmm. worm catches. But I still think a little bit of yours when you went up Saturday was also some, just the boat traffic and the amount of pressure that's I been think, up there. I think the pressure had a lot to do with it. Um, we had a lot slower day, but we only fished from about 5.45 in the morning until right. about 11 o'clock. So um, didn't catch a lot of fish, but every fish we did catch was a keeper. And you said later on in the day. Later, as the day went on, the bite got better. There towards the end of the day, the end of our day. Yeah. Um, you were getting some we, bites. We started getting, I mean... Heck, we caught the majority of our fish right there at the end of the day. I mean, it was really, it was a grind that morning. It was slow, and I was thankful for the fish that we caught the week before. To be honest with you, because I was like, man, man, yeah, this could have, this could have been, this could have been real real bad. bad. (laughs) And that's the thing, guys. So as you're heading up there and stuff, there's going to be waves moving in and waves moving out. You might get in there on a section that it's all buck bass now. The big girls have moved out, or that's what we're doing. I mean, you were catching a lot of bucks. Yeah, I mean, two pounders. So you're still right now at this point in the in the month. You're looking at the the, the spawn. You're looking at that green pumpkin worm again. Kitek still going to catch fish all the time that you can go out there and throw it. Uh, you may start focusing on some of those points as as fish are starting to come out now too. 
Um, but the worm bite's definitely going to keep building as this warm weather yeah. comes in here and all this stuff's warming up. So if you get a chance to get out there, especially if you get a chance to go out in the middle of the week or weather's a little bit off, again, they, they like some weather coming in, some rain and stuff, yeah. some overcast. So don't be afraid of that. Um, boat pressure is going to affect how things go for you. These fish are not stupid. They, they know when there's a bunch of fish, a uh, bunch of baits and things flying past their head and boats running around above them. But anyways, get out there and check it out and go fish for those, those, uh, bed and smallmouth but Kelsey let's turn our attention to Wataga and guys if you're if you're watching drop us a, a comment on what you think is going to go down at Wataga uh, what you think might be the the winning pattern or what you think might be the winning weight just drop that into Facebook or YouTube I don't think well, there's going to be a pattern <laughs> well that is one thing about May that is one thing about yeah, that time of year yeah it's just it's what it's just throw it out there I think it's trash fishing this time that is true my, it, it opinion, is much of a junk fishing yeah because you're going to see similar to kind of what we saw with three different patterns going mm -hmm. on here or three different techniques winning uh finishing the top three i think there's going to be a lot of different stuff going on oh yeah because our lakes south holston and watauga warm up slower than douglas and cherokee by quite a bit just by volume it takes longer for those lakes to warm up so there's a very high likelihood that we're going to have um, some smallmouth still on the beds yes during that time we're going to see uh, some spawning fish caught you're going to have largemouth in the river might have already really gotten into their spawn in good ways. They may be going post-spawn. They may be just going on yeah, the beds. I, th I think you're going to catch them in, in mostly spawn or post-spawn. Spawn and post-spawn. I would yeah. agree with that. I think I think one thing is you're going to catch them zero to seven, zero. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think, think it's you're going to find anything deep. It's not going to be a deep bite. Even if you're throwing a Kitek or a swim bait or something like that, I think you're going to be around some of these lay downs and stuff. Yeah. So I feel like you said that, it, and there still could be some pre-spawners sitting out on those very, trees. Very, very, but, very well, yeah. But I'm going to focus in, as I go up there, I'm going to really focus in around lay downs and cover I for those exactly fish. <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly know, what you're going to do. Swim bait again, that big old hard swim bait. And if I keep on watching Kevin Stevenson up there smashing some big ones on the glide bait, I'm going to have to go up there and steal his glide bait for a little while and uh, find some of those big largemouth around some docks or around some laydowns and stuff. If he comes up there, the, plan, the plan's just to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are you going, buddy? I'm just going to see where you're <laughs> going. Okay, I got you now. But one thing that we have noticed different about uh, Wataga guys is as you head up there if you're going to throw the worm it seems like that hard clay yeah uh, not necessarily the the dark shell the the black slate no, like we see on Holston yes. it plays a little bit different I've caught a lot of the worm fish that I've caught up on Wataga on that harder clay and you'll just be going down the bank and you'll see it there that it'll change over bright red bright orange mm -hmm. but it's just it, it almost looks like a rock yeah it's just a super hard clay and you'll catch them there on the worm uh, we know that there's a really, really good population of largemouth and spotted bass in there as well to go chase. I think that between the worm, I think a spinnerbait, a jerkbait comes back around really good now, now that we're getting a little bit closer to that post-spawn. And again, we guys, we're talking water. about top water, that mm -hmm. pop bar that we just, we just did a video on that'll drop later. Um, you're getting into that post-spawn. Again, we're talking about May 21st is this event. So I think we're going to see those fish... Um, hanging around that cover, whether they're moving in or coming out to heal up. Um, don't think you're going to see a shad spawn yet on Wataga. Um, there, I think there'll be one on Douglas and Cherokee going on about mid-May. But Wataga seems be, to be later. It could be close. It's it could not, be close. It could, it could I mean, be close. Who knows? I mean, with this with this 
weather that we've been having. Yeah. I mean, if we keep getting these warm days and everything like that, it could be pretty close. And I went back and looked at the date on the video. We fished first of June last year on Watauga when you were flipping mm-hmm. that wacky rig around June and 5th. stuff. Uh, and you had some fry garters and stuff yeah. there. So those fish were just kind of wrapping up their spawn at that point of early June. So I expect to see that similar thing of, of a wacky rig, that big hard swim bait or glide bait, mm-hmm. the the uh, spinner bait and stuff are going to play really well. Uh, the key is just, I think, on these tournaments where a lot of us are weekend anglers, we get out yeah. there the weekend before maybe, or we don't even get out there at all. We just show up and fish. That's, that's my game plan. <laughs> that's your game plan. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is to make to make some adjustments on the fly. That's going to be yeah. the person that that seems to do really, really well. Um, I'm well, hoping I mean, that we get a just nice warm morning yeah. too. Well, if you go back to our tournament up there last year in June, it was the 1st of June, I mean, end of May, Wacky Rig, Spinnerbait, pop are those were those were what our fish came off of so yeah. i mean like like i said earlier trash fishing in a way but i mean i, I do feel like you know it's going to be kind of the same way yeah I, I mean you go out there and do what you want for sure for sure Keep it shallow and go hey elsie pearl i see you on there commenting with mama you need to tell me what i'm gonna catch my fish on baby you gave me three acorns when I went to Norris, and I only caught three keeper fish that day. I need you to get me five. Okay, <laughs> you go find me five acorns to ride around in a boat with me all day. And maybe find me, like, some big walnuts, too. I need them to be, I need those fish to be a little bit bigger than they were on Norris. But, hey, baby girl. Um, so, now let's talk about this. We talked about the pattern a little bit. Let's talk about what you think what you gonna, the weights are going to be. Do we continue with our optimism, Kelsey, or do we like... Heck yeah, we do. Okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's just go with it. Swing for the uh, fences. I mean... Swing I, for the fences. You know just as well as I do. This is going to be one of those tournaments. It can be smallmouth. It could be largemouth. It could... Yeah, I mean, you've got so many... I don't I don't know what it is about this lake, but there's high caliper fish up there. I mean, big oh, yeah. fish. Um, and a lot of it, I feel, like, I feel like a lot of it has to do with the forge. We know that they eat a lot of trout. Yeah. We know yeah. that they eat a lot, that the bait's really good for them and stuff. But like you just said, you could you could have somebody literally come in with an all-brown fish, which we need to throw some props out to Ryan Pope, guys, coming in on Holson with just nothing but a green fish bag as impressive, Pope. Yeah, but I this mean, one here, you could see all-brown fish come in. You could see all-green fish. You could see all-spotted bass. You could see a mixture of all those. Like, what do you want to go target is the, is the question. Me personally, yeah. What do you What are you going to target? I am a smallmouth fisherman by heart, but I know up there those largemouth just get big. They do, and it's hard. And, it's hard to say no to go and chasing those largemouth. I think my biggest thing is during the early part of the year, I like to fish below Butler Bridge, and I like to fish for smallmouth. Once I get to the end of May and get into June, I usually say bye bye to those guys. And I definitely go up in the river. <laughs> yeah. So my question in my head is. We're kind of hitting it in the middle. Yeah, it's I know. It's like you're so torn. It's, so it's like, do I start down there close, down there close to, to Fish Springs and look around for some smallmouth early, let the sun get up a little bit later in the day, which might position my largemouth a the little lake, bit better. The lake is your clay and you are the potter. Make oh it what gosh. you may. The problem is I usually spin the, <laughs> I spin that, I hit that pedal too fast and the clay just starts Fling spinning it everywhere. everywhere. And then it's all over me. It just <laughs> turns into yeah. a big splat all over yeah, the place no. but that's what i'm thinking in my head right now like go fish for some smallmouth early in the morning they like low light around yeah. these areas 
And then later on in the day, if, if we have a day where it's going to get sunny, go up there and look around docks, look around laydowns for those bigger largemouth uh, that might be post-spawn coming out or that might be pre-spawn going in or whatever it may be. Yes. And, and just see, that, that's kind of my initial thought there. But let's talk about weights. What do you think about weights? I'm th- I'm still thinking that 18 to 20 pound bag. Okay. Up there, I, I'm I'm shooting big. I think I I mean, I hate it wasn't me last time, but yeah. I mean you know I was still thinking an eighteen there. to twenty pound bag up there on Holston. So I mean that's what I'm gonna stick with right now. That's, okay. I mean this time of year, is all when right. You so, catch your big so you're saying eighteen to twenty for the win. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's gonna fall off really fast, or do you think we're gonna have a little bit better, more consistent fish catches here, where we're gonna have what's gonna be the top? What's gonna be third place? What's gonna be that top three range? Eighteen to twenty for the win. What do you think is gonna be third? I think it's going to take it for third. For third, that first through third range. I think it. I think there'll be a, a pretty good gap between you between. Uh, I, I'm thinking, you know, right around what we had this past time. You know, eighteen to twenty pounds. Um, second place will be somewhere. It could be somewhere close to that. I mean, I'm saying fifteen to seventeen. Pounds. Okay. Uh, I'm right. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a pound difference between okay. there and then after that it's gonna be ten to twelve. Okay. Okay. So that's what I think my top three weights would be. All right. I think I, I would love to see eighteen. I feel like you're gonna see multiple bags in the thirteen to fifteen pound range. Yeah. Because I think I think you're gonna have some good quality and some good consistency with these bass. Uh, that time of year, as you get into the post spawn, it seems like a lot of them start to be be cookie cutters and if yeah. somebody can go out there and find them one big uh somebody that got off the bed way early and they've already fed up or they're still pre-spawn they're going to have a good fish um but I, I look for potentially our big largemouth for the year yes to, to be pulled out of here well, i mean you got gunnersville still you I do mean, see, well up to this point up yeah, to this point up to this point, i yes. feel like this one we could see our big big bass for largemouth be be reclaimed smallmouth is still potential Still potential, like yeah, it's I feel to like itself it, out it is like this time of year that March into April was kind of that really that best time to go out there and find we'll, we'll that really the big smallmouth in the fall. <laughs> yeah, I know you're still you're still killing him, Crockett. It hurts his soul. It hurts his soul deep. But this one is also definitely a potential for the spotted Spot, bass. Yes, <laughs> uh, there are some monster spots up there. You get around bridge pilings, you get around laydowns, any all those places up to there. You could find you some really really big spotted bass. Uh, to catch. So I look towards this being one of those places that we could totally change up uh, all of our big bass leaders at this time. Um, we, kn- we know that the Winchesters do really well up there. I don't know if, if Kevin's going to come join us, if, if Kevin's going to fish with us. You know that he's going to be a force to be reckoned with up there. And again, as you get into May and June, it, it's wide open for people because so many different people are going to be able to fish their strengths yeah. and do things that they love. And it could it could just be going off, and I hope it is for us, guys. Um, w- this will be our fourth event of the season, as I said. Then right after that, we're going to Gunnersville for our out of town. That'll be our last day tournament here in this first part of the season. Then we get into our night tournaments on Douglas. But I'm really looking forward. I'm gonna keep an optimistic mind. The thing is, keep that positive attitude and keep changing. These fish are constantly changing. Uh, you can find several stages of fish just simply going through one pocket on Watauga because you could fish those laydowns and find them staging up or coming out, and then you can get into a clay area or a flat area and find them spawning and find them bedding. So really have an open mind when you go to Watauga. 
really be thinking about um, what little nuances and changes. Keep your head in the game the whole time you're fishing up there. Don't just get out there and start throwing the same bait and going down the bank and stuff. Um, that is big a big key. Remember that you've got big, large mouth up there. Don't be afraid to throw some bigger baits at oh, them yeah. and go bigger for that stuff. Um, we got our next meeting coming up the, the second uh, Tuesday. No, second Monday. I do that a lot. <laughs> I like Tuesdays. The second Tuesday in May. So, guys, come join us for our meeting. Uh, we got a lot of things going on, a lot of good things. Um, so we hope you all come out and join us and, and hang out in great fellowship with the guys uh, and gals uh, that we have fishing with us. And we just look forward to adding new members. Um, if you all have not, jump onto YouTube, subscribe. If you're on Facebook watching, make sure that you like, you share, uh, follow the page, guys. It's it's a huge uh, support to Kelsey and I doing this exactly. to see you all jumping on there watching and sharing these things. So we look forward to, to hanging out with you all. If you all ever have any questions, drop them in the comments. Send them to us later. We try to respond to them as best we can and, and get all those things out there to you all. So just make sure that you're, you're interacting with us. And again, if you have things that you want us to talk about, certain topics that you want us to throw yeah. in, the tips, tricks, it, and how-tos, throw those in there. Yeah, come on. Give it to us. Yeah. I mean, we... we, we we're always needing something <laughs> more, more, uh, more information to go yeah. on and, and more to add to our, our lineup of stuff. So guys, we've really enjoyed this. We hope you all have as well. Get out there and fish for those spawning fish right now on South Holson, Watauga, Douglas, Cherokee. All these lakes are starting to fire up, starting to get good. You can go out there and have a lot of fun, uh, have some fish, uh, great fish catches and great oh, yeah. times on the water. Hopefully, we'll see y'all in May. See y'all in Montaga, guys. But we'll see y'all later, guys. Have a great one. Take care.